Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, this is Josh and the homebrew hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. And now we begin. <laughs> wow. Uh, Welcome to Nerdy Show, a uh, bi-weekly podcast dedicated to all facets of nerddom from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Doug. This is Laval. You'll notice there's no cap. Oh. <laughs> there's no caps. Would you say it's no caps? Oh, you said that. I guess. Well, what's the best thing? You said... It, you, it, you was, saying, it was all caps, and now it's no caps. Is it lower caps, or is it space bar, you were saying? Yeah, well, no, we could be lower caps. Lowercase... <laughs> Oh, that's it. We're already bombing. This is great. <laughs> Hi, no, everybody. No, we're doing an experiment because Cap has done several episodes of All Caps where it's just Cap by themselves. That's right. And it's just literally Caps. It's called All Caps. Are you just going to repeat cute. everything I say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, I'm your, Just I'm say your, it slightly differently. I'm your, your toady. <laughs> You're my salacious crumb. <laughs> that's right. I'm your salacious crumb. That's right, boss. <laughs> well, we're going to try and uh, see if we can give you an episode of Nerdy Show with just the two of us uh, because Cap has a crazy workload going on right now so we thought we'd do them a favor and uh totally ruin nerdy show <laughs> no plan we're gonna wing it it's gonna be a lot of fun but no, we got, yeah there, but there but there is legitimately a, a lot of stuff happening a lot of good stuff happening oh, as well yeah. and so, like some cthulhu stuff going on yeah tons of cthulhu stuff going on mm-hmm. if you hadn't already heard a season three has already been recorded uh that's gonna be in the editing process very soon so there's a lot to look forward to coming out soon lightning dogs Lightning Dogs is, is about to take a huge step, which I'm good. Which we're, I don't know if we, if it's safe to reveal all the no 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 no, 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 talk about yeah, that. But that's no. one of the reasons why. Yeah, one of the reasons you, you and I are here picking mm-hmm. up uh, a little bit of time, mm-hmm. uh-huh. catching up with each other as well. Yep, trying out our uh, our new vaudeville act. Mm-hmm. Just the two of us. <laughs> so yeah, it's great. Yeah, and two man show. Speaking of which, we, uh, one of the things we wanted to <laughs> potentially we're, before we walked into the room, like, what, <laughs> what do we have to talk about? We got like four <laughs> things. We're like counting mean, on our hands. I mean, the, the twenty minutes ago when we were yeah. panicking outside yeah. in a cold sweat. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, well, what about just whatever pitches we got for other nerdy show stuff? Well, there was definitely one. Oh, you want to talk about that? Are you talking about that? Well, I put it on Twitter. It's already, uh, yeah, you know, you I mean, it was a while ago. So, okay. So a while ago I sent out a tweet, but you have 20 people on Twitter. I There's know. like a thousand people on no, this. No, I know. But it's not a secret is what I'm <laughs> okay, saying. Okay. Okay. It's public record. It's not like I'm hiding it. <laughs> all right, all right, um, all right. there's uh, like a while. Oh gosh. I don't even know how long ago it was now, but uh, a, a while ago, um, I went to Twitter cause I wanted to get more active on it just to see what it is about. I still don't really understand Twitter, but I tweeted out a message one day saying that I had a dream last night that I was running a RPG campaign, like a tabletop game for, um, for nerdy show, but it was about, uh, normal citizens in Gotham city who decide to turn to a life of crime because being a normal good person just doesn't cut it anymore. And they become supervillains. And then Batman is like the the DM or the NPC that has to go and stop them. And that's like the big bad guy that they're having to, to deal with. And you immediately responded, you know, obviously. And we had a, had a little bit of response from like the 20 or so people who follow me. And I just had it stored away in my brain for a rainy day, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was looking online for like, what are some good like crime RPGs, like or heist RPGs? Yeah. And someone had someone somewhere had posted about the, the leverage RPG. And this is 
based on the TV show Leverage. Leverage, which was, right. It was yeah. a, like, you know, team of people doing a heist and steal from the rich, give to the poor, that kind of thing. And it seemed like a really interesting system. So I looked into it and I'm I'm this close to buying it. Well, after I move, I'm probably going to pick it up. And I, I really want to just homebrew it and adapt it to be about normal people becoming criminals and this unstoppable NPC who may or may not. That's the thing. At first, maybe he'll come after you. Maybe he won't. Depends on the random roll of the night, whether he's in the neighborhood or not. But the more successful you are, the more you're going to end up on Batman's radar. I want in on that so, so bad. Yeah. I think we've talked about it ad nauseum. Between ourselves, yeah. 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 We talked about them having like a, a social club or a base to hang out at. Yeah. And that's a th- like, you know, mm. and I'm sure at some point. Uh, not, not something famous like the Iceberg Lounge, no, but somewhere no, no, lame, no. like a, you know. Like you I said, know. it was going to be like in a. Uh, like an Elks Lodge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the old the old Elk Lodge that's yeah. uh, that's been shuttered. I, uh, so I know that eventually at some point if Batman, because again, it'll have to be random rolls at first whether Batman shows up. Right. But assuming he does, you guys ain't going to kill him because he's just, you know, he's, he's, no, he's, he's the Dark Knight. He's the Bat. Yeah. So at some point, someone's going to get scarred, whether emotionally or physically, and they're going to be the new supervillain. We are going to make a new supervillain for the Batman universe. And you'll hear the origin here. You'll have all the backstory on like why why they are the way that they are. And I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, my dream would be that every time Batman shows up, he doesn't really talk because he's just Batman. He's doing his Batman thing. But at some point, I wanna I want I would want it to become so popular that we could afford to get Kevin Conroy for five minutes. <laughs> Literally <laughs> just, five minutes. Yeah, just to like just to say whatever, either it's in character as Bruce Wayne or yeah, as Batman, those, just to wrap it up. Do one of those things they do at conventions where like, hey, for five dollars I'll record your voicemail greeting. Yeah. And then just get him to like, like do five or, like, or whatever. Yeah. Like bust like a professional microphone out and yeah, like, oh, yeah. can you just say this one thing and then just record <laughs> it on him? Just to make it official. You know, just yeah. to make it like whatever. But no. Anyway, so that was that's one thing I've been definitely been wanting to do and kick around. I have too many rpgs that i want to run yeah. and it sucks trying to find the time it's like all right which one am i going to learn which one am i going to actually pitch which one are we going to actually try and sit down and do but and, and ghostbusters is a very needy child yeah i mean now that that uh season three we've recorded mm-hmm. uh all of season three it now we're just starting the editing process josh is helping me out on that uh josh laforge from ghostbusters resurrection and also from rpg from scratch and call of cthulhu and oh yes and more recently season on two. call of cthulhu mystery program season two that's right plays plays my uh my my mountain man pal moses reuben cubbenfield moses reuben cubbenfield that's right and you are playing oswald sinclair <laughs> which is the uh, hobo king the hobo king that's right after ghostbusters uh season two was done i was trying to figure out what more games that i'd like to play for the you know for the nerdy show podcast network or whatever even just for fun like what are some things i want to do i'm a huge movie person obviously and i found the indiana jones uh rpg games from weston games um because weston games also did the ghostbusters one so i was trying to see what else they had and they looked really good and uh over the course of a few years i've literally collected all the physical hard copies of everything they did for the indiana jones games and i have them as a collection now and they were all all put together it was pretty expensive <laughs> if you want to just get a taste of it just go look up any of them on ebay or on amazon and you'll see how much each individual one is and i've gotten all of them but it's, it took a long time to collect them a lot of birthday money and christmas money but i've been pouring over them like crazy and there's some awesome stuff in there and i've been wanting to do an indiana jones campaign just a just a fun pulp adventure old-timey style uh punching nazis and getting golden idols and, and it's actually really relevant and yeah i guess maybe you, you could say it's um but to run i decided to run a game as a demo just no microphones just mm-hmm. at home like normal people do right and something always for a show i did run a game it was one of the first games i would imagine we would run and uh i ran it with josh from ghostbusters resurrection and from RPG from scratch and call Cthulhu. and call Cthulhu. Thank you for reminding me. He's, um, he's been a busy boy. Yeah, yeah. And I ran it with um, four other close friends of mine who are outside of Nerdy Show, and it was great. It was it was a sort of one off. It ran. We did it for like maybe three hours, three and a half, four hours, and it was awesome. I mean, I loved it. And uh, if anything, I uh, my, my failing was that while we were playing it, I wanted to do sound effects because. You couldn't edit it and make it sound good. So I'm like, I want to have sound effects at the table. So I had like a separate laptop open where I'd play sound effects over some speakers. And uh, I after, afterwards, I was like, hey, Josh, how did I do? And he goes, no, I think you did good. I mean, it was fun. I just think uh, sometimes the game would come to a screeching halt because you say, OK, wait a minute. And you'd go turn to the laptop and have to put on the sound effects. I'm like, yeah, but I want you to feel like you were there. But it, when it worked, it worked well. But um, but no, it was a really fun game. And I would love to start a full campaign 
uh, of that, obviously. And I know you and I talked a while I about did. what you want to do. Tell, I, tell, I, tell the listeners what you said your pitch would be. Keeping in mind that when I told you I wanted to do it, I'd want it to be as close to the movies in tone as possible. That's right. So what was what was your character pitch for so, what you'd uh, want to play? I was going to play uh, in, in, in May someday. Um, Indiana Jones's personal leather uh, leather smith leather worker and as a favor because it's like let's say it's like his uh, you know 50th birthday or something uh, you know Indy says to his crew uh, hey you know do you guys mind taking this guy along like on an adventure just you know for his birthday and so I would uh, basically be tagging along but it turns out like I'm basically the person who taught Indy how to use a whip because I make, you know, I make bull whips and I make things. So, you know, I, I'm actually uh, in- incredibly skilled. Uh, it just manifests itself at a time when it's least expected. I mean, Very good. come on. <laughs> like, that, that's the character you didn't realize was missing and could totally be canon. Could you really say that you're the guy who taught Indy how to use no, his whip I, when, he, when, I, I, when, when I we saw not, him use the whip actually. against the lion in the yeah, Last Crusade? Yeah. He kind of taught himself, I think. Well, my character would be older than Indy. So probably knew him before that. Like, right, fine. what i'm saying is my, i'm the i would plead the character who made the whip <laughs> if you want to stick to your guns that bad and made the hat we'll see <laughs> like like made the hat made the whip you're a leather worker why are you making a hat oh it's a leather hat isn't it no it's no, not a leather hat get leather down out of here it's it a could felt be. it's a felt fedora yeah it's felt yeah <laughs> well but a leather worker could make a hat yeah, it's forming not, oh gosh god you don't want to get in the head the, the, the you want to debate haberdashery <laughs> right now <laughs> You just want to say, I made Indiana Jones who he is. I even, I'm a gunsmith on the side. I also made his gun. I was going to bring that up in the second season, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm also a gunsmith. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it would be fun if he was like, you know, basically somebody that, you know, makes... Montana Smith. (laughs) Montana. (laughs) It's a, yeah, it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. But I think all in all, that would be really fun in general. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole campaign sounds like a good time. I didn't even tell you what the plot was because if because if we do run it, I, 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 I want to know what the plot is. Yeah. I want to be surprised. I can't, yeah, I can't tell you what the you know. What you know what? I'll after. take the headphones off and you could tell the listeners. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but I but Dang. I am but I am legit super excited to do it. I, I had a whole thing. I have a whole campaign a planned whole, out. Whole campaign. This is the curse, man. Once you start DMing and you're the forever DM, you know, with yeah. the exception of the first season of Call of Cthulhu, where I got to finally play a game for once. That's right. Yeah. But then I all did. I also did a little bit in um, Dungeons and Doritos. That's right. But yeah, that that was great fun. I want to do that more often. But no, I'm a, I'm forever DM. You well, you could play. I mean, you could do more Call of Cthulhu. That's the one thing you know you probably won't be asked to DM. Maybe I'll have to see. Oh yeah, that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe without spoiling. No, I mean I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know anything about any future plans. I've pitched some things I won't talk about. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's keep it vague. Yeah, let's, vague let's, is interesting for our <laughs> listeners. Let's talk about it, but do it like in our in our NPR voices to make it sound more mysterious. Like, yeah, I, I pitched something, and I think it could be really, uh, really interesting. You know, maybe something in the, maybe there could be more Call of Cthulhu in the future. I mean, there, there's 100%. No, and I said use your NPR voice. No, but I'm 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 just confirming to listeners there's 100% more Call of, Call of Cthulhu in the future. Oh, yeah. No, there definitely is. No doubt. Yeah. Keeper Luke is a very busy keeper. And uh, I'm very excited about that. Well, we've been recording for a little bit now, so I think it's about time mm-hmm. for us to do our to shout outs. Read our... Oh, I thought you said read our, read our viewer mail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the listener mail. Who's, who's been dear, listening in? Dear, uh, <laughs> dear Mr. Doug and Mr. John, I'm very sick at the hospital and you cured me. Uh, signed Timmy. Oh, thank you, Timmy. That was really. This, went, uh, this message came back in time. They already really... heard this. Already recorded and cut. I will say this: we do have some good news. Okay. We have a new uh, patron. What? Not just a new patron, rather. It's a new producer of Nerdy Show. Get out of here, Patrick Webster, aka Muckraker. Yeah. So thank you so much, uh, new producer. That's freaking awesome. What a muckraker. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah, uh, that's that's it's always nice when we get a brand new like producer and yet and yet all we can all we can thank him with is this (laughs) this 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 half half no this was actually no i think we did okay i think well we're having fun yeah we we haven't got to the third act yet there's a third act right yeah i I think so we're gonna have to pull it all together somehow but we have uh some more one-time donations uh this one's from uh berto elcon which says hey y'all i had to drop everyone on patreon due to patreon shenanigans which we know uh, but Nerdy Show is still worth helping out. Oh, so here's here is 2019 support. Don't spend it all at once. Thanks, Berto Elcon. Oh, yeah. P.S. 
Cap, which sadly isn't here. Cap, <laughs> I don't We'll pass on the message for I you. I don't know if you hear it enough, but thank you for doing all the work that you do and clearly pouring your heart into the network. It shows so much. And, Except and, for this episode, I'm sorry. And also, also, uh, the cap, your absence is is well clearly missed. Clearly, you're clearly missed. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll be back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Probably in the next episode. Yeah. Totally. Almost certainly. We did not we did not cause their disappearance. No. Or anything like that. No, there they set no, up they, they set up everything for us to record. We can't uh, literally they record they they, they click record, we came That's and right, sat down and this is this is what you get. I was hoping that people would think that we knew how to use the equipment. In mm-hmm. all seriousness, if you find this episode lacking in any way, mm-hmm. it's because Cap isn't involved. Yeah, <laughs> like, go listen Cap, to Cthulhu if, yeah. and, and see why. <laughs> if, if there's any more evidence you need that Cap is the heart and soul of this yeah. and why they're like the, the most important person. Oh, we should call this we should call our own thing heartless and soulless. <sighs> Yeah, everyone's going to want to listen to that. But if you uh, want to help us out, you can reach out to us on uh, patreon.com slash nerdy show. For a modest amount on, on Patreon, you can get a, uh, a shout out every single episode. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, also, if you can't afford to help us out on Patreon, totally understand. You can also shop through our Nerdy Show Amazon links. Just go to nerdyshow.com slash Amazon. You click the link. You buy whatever you're going to buy on Amazon like normal, assuming you want to shop there. We get a little bit of a kickback at no extra cost to you. And if, hey, if you can't really spend much money online via Nerdy Show or Amazon, uh, you can help us out in ways that are, you know, don't really cost anything, like giving us uh, a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That's right. Uh, or on Podchaser, which I hope will one day be the Apple Podcast killer. We used to say, I used to say it was the iTunes killer, but now they changed their name to Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, they're catching on. It's getting better. So we'll have to see. But I do love Podchaser. But the cool thing about Podchaser is that you can rate and review individual episodes. So you can say, this one is, this one's going to be rated terribly. That's fine. But leave a review if you want. Say, oh say it's, it's not good. I don't know. Eh, whatever. Maybe if you like it, that's great. Just, you could tell us exactly. Hey, I normally like other episodes of Nerdy Show. This one stinks. Avoid this one. And people will know. Hey, as a DC fan, you'll appreciate this. Okay. The other night, um, I was at a buddy's house. And he was like raving about Injustice 2, the video game. Mm-hmm. Have you played this? Yes. People, if you haven't tuned out already, they're going to tune out by now because this is old games. Doug, <laughs> Doug is, is <laughs> late to everything. We're reviewing games that are not <laughs> retro. Years ago. They're not retro. They're just old enough where you go. You're like, you're checking your, your podcast feed right now going, wait, what year is this? <laughs> yeah, no. Because, but, but here's, here's the thing, right? I'm late to all these video games. Mm-hmm. We he used was, to have a show on here called, uh, uh, was it Luke? Luke's late to everything. Yeah, or but it, 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 it's gonna have it to so late. add me as a co-host <laughs> because I'm so late behind it. I'm late to Luke. Is late to everything. That's how late I am to everything. Uh, but he was ranting about injustice, uh, injustice two, and I was like, ah, it's a fighting game. Whatever, you know, seems all right. So he downloaded it again on his Xbox handed me the controllers and just sat down and we just started playing and i but really he just wanted to see me play because he thought uh, he knows i'm a dc fan i mean so i don't even know if i'm to say i'm a dc fan makes it Mm -hmm. makes it sound like i don't like marvel or i prefer one of the other but anyway i like i like dc characters so he's wants he wants to see me play this game and i started playing it and i played it all the way straight through nonstop for for the next few hours and uh yeah it was fun it was it was crazy how like I'm playing it and all of a sudden uh, it's like I don't know the backstory of like why Superman's bad and he's feeding me all this information I'm like what Joker did what oh you know oh you my gosh to, you should have played the first game but it was fine it, it, I, once yeah. he explained it when we're going and then all of a sudden like Harley Quinn shows up and she's hanging out in the Batcave with Bruce and I'm like what is happening and then just feeling like the 
familiarity with all these characters but not knowing where it's going it must be incredibly how our listeners feel right now yeah <laughs> it's like this thing is off the rails like what is <laughs> going on but um it was highly entertaining and hilarious and i it made me wish that we were streaming it i'm not even a huge fan or proponent of streaming i, I like i try watching other people but i find most other people boring i'd rather hang out with my friends and watch them play a game which is what we were doing as friends we were being social playing this game and chatting the whole time but i feel like I miss that component to a lot of what other people are doing when they're streaming. So that makes me want to stream it. Cause I feel like I'd want to have that much fun with other people or people who are watching. Cause it was just a blast. We should stream us playing the fighting game. Mm -hmm. And then every time one of us beats the other one, mm -hmm. we get to actually hit the other person. <laughs> like, you're going to start losing on purpose. Like, yeah, hit me again, Doug. <laughs> yeah, don't even say that. Oh, no. Dude, are you, are you letting me win? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Did, are the batteries out of your controller? <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was thinking about doing more streaming. Is there something you would want to stream? I know we joked before about we should start a streaming show where we stream us mm -hmm. watching scary movies. Mm -hmm. So it's just like us sitting on a couch you don't see what movie... I mean, you, we can tell you what movie we're watching, but we can't show it for obvious reasons. Obviously, yeah. But the twist is that with the two of us sitting there and the lights are dim, we each, in each arm, have a massive tub of popcorn. Oh my God, I forgot about this. Yeah, so anytime something scary happens, the popcorn goes flying. <laughs> so everyone watching is going to be like, any second now, any second now, that popcorn's going to go flying. It's going to make a mess. And we're just trying to see if we can build up our tolerance to scary movies. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll rate the movie based on how much popcorn is missing. Yeah. So at the end, so like either we'll yeah, we'll it's like, them. or you just brush up, you you scoop up all the popcorn that spilled. Forty two kernels. Yeah. <laughs> you pour it into a thing to weigh it and see how much. All right, this is a this was a scary one, as you can see. It's definitely the most most popcorn we've spilled yet. That's actually a great idea. Is it? We actually had a good idea. Well, let's uh, you know. Let's do it right of, now. Let's pass it over to the listeners and see if they think if they think that's funny and it's something they would want to see. We should totally do yeah, that. Email uh, cap at nerdyshow.com. Yeah, email cap <laughs> if you think this is terrible or if this is amazing. Yeah, don't trust gonna, us. Yeah, don't, don't email us. They're, but they're not going to know what what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say it was a good idea or it was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you know, we could watch some classics. We could watch some new stuff. Mm -hmm. um, mostly for me, it's mostly jump scares. Well, that's, yeah, it's a jump scare. That's why the popcorn gets shaken, shaken loose. Yeah, but I mean, I don't get like, um, I don't get freaked out necessarily. You don't get freaked, you mean you don't have the slow freak outs from movies? Like yeah, you, yeah, Like if yeah. a scary movie happens and it ends, you're not like, oh gosh, I can't go to sleep now. No, it's all, well, okay, that might happen sometimes where like you close <laughs> your eyes and you like to. What was the scariest movie you ever saw? Honestly? The Ring. Really? Yeah, the Japanese version's scarier, but I watched it after i saw the ring mm -hmm. but yeah the ring was actually terrifying i thought i don't know see the ring didn't really do it for me i saw it at home for the first time like uh, like on dvd or whatever oh no see that's scarier than watching it in the movie theater i me? guess so yeah because you're watching it in the context of like the cursed videos and yeah i guess i mean i don't know but it just it, it it didn't quite do it for me i mean it was it was i can see yeah it was scary i can get why it was scary it wasn't like a terrible film it just it didn't quite rustle my jimmies it didn't quite you know it, <laughs> halloween is pretty scary for me you want to know a secret? Oh, no. I've never seen Halloween. I know. Don't even. I know. You're, you're about to pull your face off. I'm scared. Are you going to like turn into a monster? Oh you look like you're in pain. I know. This is something. I, I've been meaning to fix this. I swear to you, I've been meaning Ooh. to fix this, but it's not on any streaming service that I'm aware of. Hold on. I'm sorry, Doug. Can you give me a second? <laughs> can I walk around? <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, this is something I want to rectify. And oh especially God. because the new one came out and people were talking about whether they liked it or didn't like it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I, I have no opinion. I got to get caught up. Yeah, I'm so, so scared. I know, I gotta watch it. Um, I'm so scared to even let you watch it now. In case I don't like it? Oh, what if you don't like it? I don't know, I want to like it. It's literally one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest films of all time, not even in the horror genre. Do you, now I've hyped it too much for you. Yeah, you did the problem. Like, I just Tony you. I'm about to say, even John Carpenter's got a lot of great movies that I have seen and I love. So. Oh, Ghost of Mars. I was going to say <laughs> Big Trouble Little China, The oh, Thing, right. yeah, yeah. you know, uh -huh. did this just turn into an episode of Halloweenies on the Consequence <laughs> oh, Podcast crap. Network? Are we, are we, uh, yeah. if you're a fan are of Halloween, yeah, I think so. If you're a are fan we of promote that on here, uh, yeah, we got it. We got, oh. I have to plug it now because you talked about it and it's something that's really important. So if you're a fan of Halloween and you think I'm a dumb dumb for not having seen it yet, that's totally fair. I should have seen it by now. We should put you on Halloweenies and let them, but I've never seen any of them. They should let them, we should, we should let them Halloweeny roast you. 
I guess they're just gonna poke fun at me and they're gonna ask me like why I haven't seen it. and I haven't been avoiding it. It's just been it's been believe it or not, it's been hard to find. Like every time I wanna see it, it's never been on TV. You know what, Doug? We should uh we should rectify that right now. Just gonna go watch it and I'll skip work tomorrow. Yeah. Might be the right time to see it if it's spooky you know, if it's spooky enough and it you know it scares me. You know what, Doug? It's too late for you to leave. Uh just insert Let's lock the door. Insert latching sound right here. <laughs> Click. Okay, good, thank you. That's right. It's too late. What? So you're saying Halloween is one of the scariest movies? You think that you've seen? Uh, no, I was gonna say what's scary about Michael Myers to me is uh, how realistic Michael Myers is. The, at least on the first one. <laughs> yeah, at least in the, <laughs> at least in the first one. But the idea that you know there's um we all believe that there's an evil in, in inherent in humanity. Mm-hmm. We maybe all have it inside of us in some degree, and the question is what makes somebody become something like michael myers what makes somebody turn evil what makes what makes that evil tip the scale into its favor and the fact that there's like um well it's the very beginning of the movie so i can't possibly spoil it for you you know a child right, right? like somebody inherently born evil i don't know mm-hmm. but, that, well, but there's I, a realism in that yeah and anyone who picks up a william shatner mask can uh can that, that can be brought out that of is that. an that is not necessarily always the case However, if I saw somebody in the middle of the night wearing any kind of rubber mask, I would probably be terrified. Yeah. Like the the clowns that were popping up out of nowhere for a long time. That was all, you know, media hoopla. What do you mean media hoopla? It's There's the, videos. Yeah, yeah, but it, they're all staged. It's, it's the anti-clown lobby. <laughs> That's you a big know? lobby. It's a huge lobby. You know, it's, it's big, big anti-clown. Well... The the scariest movies I've seen, mm-hmm. the first time I saw the Blair Witch Project, it Re- freaked me out. Very relevant, by the way, this conversation in January. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it but it free, it really freaked me out because I was prepared for a ton of jump scares, right? And there were none. So instead, I spent the entire movie on my on my guard, like ready, like trying to mentally prepare myself. And when the the other shoe didn't drop and there was no jump scare, I left the theater like on edge. Like, what do I do? You no, know, this is going to be very difficult. For our listeners under a certain age to believe, but there was a point where when Blair Witch Project was in theaters, people believed it was real. Some people did. I did. I knew that it was, well, you know, most people knew. Some people, yeah. even very intelligent, handsome <laughs> podcast, uh, podcast enthusiasts, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, producers believed it was real. I, and I honestly can see how you could mistakenly think it was real because they they marketed it in such a way that really made it look real there were articles there were news articles yep. about um missing posters yep and also they ran a documentary mm-hmm. on sci-fi yeah i remember that that was almost as scary as the movie itself probably scarier some people some people did think it was scarier but then uh about halfway through the movie i realized it was bullshit but at the, but i went into it thinking it was real and i was watching i was watching and eventually i went <clears throat> wait a minute <laughs> no, this is all right. Whereas, whereas I knew it was fake going in, but waiting for that moment and it never came. Some people are like, well, that's a jip. You didn't get. Scared. I'm like, no, dude. There was scary moments all throughout. Like it just build and build and build and build. And uh, so I don't know. I, I understand a lot of people have a love hate relationship with that movie, but it was also extra scary for me because I used to do that stuff when I was a kid. Go out in the woods with cameras. So there's a thing, and you know, people have heard of the magazine Weird New Jersey. Uh, now there's a whole brand, Weird USA, yeah, Weird, Weird Florida, Florida Weird, yeah. no, 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 no. but it's our New Jersey. And, and New Jersey, by the way, is a hotbed because we have a lot of colonial towns. We have some older stuff and we have, you know, a lot of um, sordid history. Uh, and so there's a lot of there's a lot of history there. So, for example, um, where I grew up, uh, there was a area called Devil's Footprint. And that's because they're uh, from from looking down the tree line makes a hoof mm-hmm. right like a like a hoof shape mm-hmm. but what's really weird is there's certain things like for example there's a car like literally it's a rusted out car beat up uh i feel like it's maybe a chevrolet older car mm-hmm. right 60s whatever it is there's, there's a tree growing through it right but everybody has a story even like people's parents of that car being there and there's no way that the tree could have grown through it why not? Because the, the tree would have been... T- it's too old. It's huge. You know you know how a tree... Okay, I see tree what you're saying. Like, like, it's like 200 years old or whatever. There's yeah, no okay. but for some reason... And it, was already, no, it was already full grown by the time this car was even made. Yeah, and, okay. and there's a lot of other stories about it. Like It's called Devil's Footprint. Okay, okay. And then there's another place um, 
you know, called the, it's a lot of, a lot of devil stuff because it's New Jersey devil. <laughs> Jersey devil. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and there's a, uh, there's the devil's tree where it's so evil that snow won't touch it or land around it. Is it an evergreen tree? No, it has, it, it has leaves that die. Okay. I want to go investigate. This is the thing. I want to go investigate this shit because I want to see it for myself. Yeah. 13, I'm, 13 Bumps Road is another good one. I'm a very healthy skeptic. I have a lot of skepticism with with all of it. I want to I see it happen. Me too. But if, if I hadn't seen some of this stuff with my own eyes, Doug, mm-hmm. I would be as skeptic as you are. What have you seen with your own eyes? I don't like to talk about it. Are you serious right now? No, I'm 100%. No, all right. Here's the thing. I'll talk about it, but I have to drive home by myself. <laughs> fuck out of here okay. like said, no all right, all right you gotta you, spill it you gotta spill it now let me tell you a couple you let me tell you one I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little taste uh there's a place called 13 bumps road and that, just to clarify for listeners, you're being dead serious this is 100 percent. like okay. i okay I, I swear i swear on the uh pan this, of rigatoni sitting in my refrigerator this, at home this, this was your experience this is 100 percent true okay. i have video of this i can show you well i don't even know what we're talking about yet but go ahead, go okay. ahead. It's, sell, it's, sell me on this it's called 13 bumps road <laughs> okay and um a long long time ago obviously like you know witch trial era mm-hmm. um there were uh, some sisters accused of witchcraft and they were twins there there were three of them and they were killed <laughs> you could just start describing the movie hocus pocus <laughs> no <laughs> you said no, it happened to you. you john that didn't happen <laughs> to you that was the movie hocus pocus <laughs> no there was a cat in pink seat. <laughs> sorry no, no. sorry no, 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 no. Yeah. okay so um and they were they were killed and they were buried and that's kind of where their story ends except for the fact that their bodies started um lifting out of the ground like mm-hmm. like raising up now that's right. pretty believable uh things happen yeah, shifts and yeah. whatever but um every time that would happen they of course would rebury them or pave it down whatever right fast forward you know what a century or whatever at least that was. yeah <laughs> If that's in the 1700s, this is like a century later, 1822. (laughs) Could be, could be, because it was paved over. Okay. Okay. And this is a resort town uh, that I grew up in, in New Jersey, around Big Lake. And there's lots of um, little shacks and sheds, you know, and all that stuff. And they're all in these the mountains. And the same kind of thing started happening there. And nobody really thought anything of it. What do you mean the same thing started happening? What do you mean? where, where Where there were these bumps coming up out of the ground. Not where these witches where were buried. Which is where these witches were. <laughs> You're not helping your case, where man. These witches were allegedly buried. Okay, where they were. All right, where they were allegedly buried. More bumps started rising up in, in the shape of like the size of a body was buried there. I like mean, it's a width of a. It's a width of a. Uh, almost a single car road. You okay, know where right, right, yeah, you okay. know where it's two way traffic, but right, you're like, okay. there's no freaking way like two cars are sure, going to be on this road. Sure. That's what I'm saying is it's a resort town, so they're just little up to cabins and stuff. Sure. Right? Okay. Okay. But. When you drive up this hill, you'll hit bumps mm-hmm. and you can count them. How one, un- how unnatural, <laughs> <laughs> but hold on a second, but they're, they're, they're like speed bump sized. Okay. And factors like cracks. Like if you get out, you can see cracks. Okay. If you drive up this road, you'll count one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, whatever bumps. Right. right yeah. And then there's a place you stop and you turn around. Unfortunately, it's in some poor saps uh, <laughs> driveway, mm-hmm. but you come back around and you go back down and you count one, two, and then no bumps after okay. two. And okay. you go, okay, that's, this is, this is fucking weird, right? Now you think, a, okay, it, wait, because it's in a different direction you're because, thinking. But, I know. I get what you're saying. But, but you're saying the bumps are supposed to be across the entire road, both lanes. That's right. Okay. But for some reason, when you come back and then when you're you going, feel you're, right. So when you're going back up. You count and go, okay, now I know there's supposed to be five, right? Right. When I was going away. Because a lot of people think, okay, well, you count different numbers because maybe it's not a bump that way. You know, it's a bump that way, but you don't feel the same. Yeah. And then you'll count one, two, three, four, five, six. There's different bumps. Mm -hmm. And they they change. And people have, you know, have done it time and time again. And you always count a different number of bumps. And I'm not saying they're like little... I mean, they're like hard. Mm-hmm. And most of the time in the car, everybody will have the same number. It's not like one person's perceiving it as right, six, somebody right. else perceiving it as two. It, it it changes. And a lot of people think it's because of these witches that were buried under the, under how, the road. How, but there's only two of them, right? They're twins, right? No, there's Twin three. Witch- there was oh, three. three. Is this triplets or they're just the, right. whatever, the three, the three, three sisters. sisters. So why so many bumps? I don't know. I'm not a freaking <laughs> not, not a scientist okay so what was your experience is that 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 happened to you you're just saying that you've been on that road and that's the experience you've had yeah 
I mean, there's also uh, there's also a lake where you'll see the hand of a of a gentleman. I want to know your experience. What have you seen? That's the, the 13 bumps road. That was pretty sick. Right. <laughs> you, just was um, like, you went up a bumpy road. You counted 13 bumps. Yeah. Which is real. <laughs> Ghosts are real. All right. Listen. <laughs> you got you got it. You got it with me, man. I told you I'm skeptical. You got to. You... I'm trying to. I'm trying not to like freak myself out too much. What? What didn't how, you went over some bumps? How? How are you not gonna be able to drive home? Oh God, there's gonna be a speed bump. I just know it. What's listen, what? Man. All right. Did you hear something? Did you see something? All right. There's another place where you park underneath an overpass. Okay. 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 And um, there's a driver, and this is a whole story in New Jersey. Every kid has a story where there's uh, a pickup truck, right, with one headlight, which is not a big deal. Everybody's got one headlight. <laughs> but uh, he'll try to run you off the road, and it's a ghost driver. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows him. He sure. Means, Local legend. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's... I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's just, you know, <laughs> he's got, he's got, he's in, a, he's in a big hurry. He's just cursed. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and and part of that whole legend is that um, he used to kill kids underneath these overpasses, like teenagers sure. that were making out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, if you park under this overpass, right, you're supposed to turn your lights off, turn your car off, mm-hmm. and sit there. Mm-hmm. And if it's cold enough, right, mm-hmm. your windows fog up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as they do. There will be handprints on your windows. But that's totally normal. A lot of handprints, all of different sizes. Okay. Like, okay. But if you're like a, if you're like a teenager and you know, like, this is your car, you're not going to have like baby sized handprints. Baby sized handprints? Yeah. Why is there baby sized handprints? I don't know, Doug. <laughs> it's baby sized ghosts. I'm just trying to understand what's the what, what's the through line here. It's like okay, because they're guy, the spirits murderous, of- murderous guy in a truck with one headlight, right? I'm like okay, okay, remember that. Well, yeah, but that's now why he's cursed. About, now we're talking about an no, no, overpass, no, no. but he's but he's cursed because he killed these people under the overpass. This is okay. like his origin story. I gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. So these, so are, these are the handprints of everyone who's died. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a ghostologist. You're the ghost expert. Well, yeah, how, how, why, if you can't even, if you don't even know what the point of it is, how are you scared of it? No, I know what the point is. It's, I mean, it's supposed <laughs> to be that they're supposed to be the spirits, but you're asking of, me of the, why the they're people, babies. The people I don't who, know. Of, of the people who will run off the road. Is right. That, that's the, that's well, no, the, the people that's that the used to, no, the people that used to kill and now he's cursed and now he runs people off the road in his truck or whatever. Okay. Now, why whoever would curse this dude would want him to go off and run people off the road? That's a whole another question. Okay. I mean, so I'm you, not. You, did you, did you do that? Did you ever park under the have overpass? Have you ever run somebody off the road? No. Have you ever parked under the yes, overpass? It was fucking scary. What happened? The window fogged up and you see handprints on there's like handprints the windshield. On, there's, I could go out to my car now and there would be handprints yeah, maybe, maybe on the like windows. Maybe regular handprints, but be, not like there, different sizes. It's like, and there's, there's like cat prints. It's like, yeah, because cats walk on cars. Okay. All right. <laughs> that one didn't do it I for want, you. I want the deep, I want the thing that you're going to say, like, this is so insane. Because everything you've explained, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that it happened to you. Okay. I doubt that any supernatural element was involved whatsoever. Okay. One time I drove up a road and there were some bumps. That's what you're saying. But they're different. I One have time, video. I have video evidence. You can watch the car bounce up and down different notes of time. I don't doubt that you went over a bumpy road. I don't, I'm not doubting that at all. I'm doubting any supernatural stuff. Because the body's underneath. That's, everybody knows that. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I just don't. I just doubt that any ghosts okay. were involved. And I do believe you parked under an overpass uh-huh. at night. You turned out and I believe it was very spooky. It and was I believe very that spooky. You, you saw handprints on the windows. But that's. Doug, I, we went. We went and saw the Beast of Blackwood together. <laughs> that was. A, that's a tourist experience. Okay, that's, but, that's, but that's, the, a, that's a large experience. Okay, but but what about? Okay, okay, but but there is. You better have saved the best for last. You got to knock my socks off with this one. So, right. These are true stories. You want to hear us honestly? All right. Are we going to do this? Are we doing yeah, this right now? That's, that's what I've been asking for the past 20 minutes. You got to tell me. Give me the real deal. Give me the, <sighs> give me the good stuff. Uh, okay. I don't want people to think I'm crazy. <laughs> You're trying to it, it, spook me. You got to spook right. me. If you think what I'm about to tell you sounds stupid and ridiculous, just pretend I'm trolling you. Okay. <laughs> this is for the listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just pretend I'm trolling Doug. But if you believe me, I'm, I'm happy to have you. Uh, I just, I just want to hear the spooky story from your perspective. This is me as a baby. Okay. Wait, 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 when you use a baby. This is a true story. Okay. Okay. But you were you were a little baby? I was once a baby. Mm-hmm. I was very tiny. So already we're establishing your memory is not the best of the actual events. And as a baby or as a young child, your comprehension and understanding is, of what was happening <laughs> around you may be compromised. <laughs> this is multiple sources. Okay. Okay. 
when I was a baby, I... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> you don't remember this! You were a baby! I'm telling you that the second... I, you didn't want me to call my mom <laughs> to tell you the story. I'm going to okay, tell you the okay, story I'm myself. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Please continue. I'm not going to interrupt. Just go okay. ahead. When I was a baby... <laughs> You're still laughing at me. I'm sorry. So I'm... I'm uh, my mother's my mother's trying to change my diaper right <laughs> on the stairs of this person's house and uh i, I start like you know i'm like oh, i want to play with the kitty and she's like okay just give me a second let's let me change your diaper and then um she kind of you know i start how old were you if you were saying i want to play you're talking yeah i want to like, play I'm with like, the kitty well, yeah, i'm like two like one and a half okay or okay okay you're like, okay I'm not two years old. trained okay. age okay 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 i'm just I'm I'm still shitting in a diaper <laughs> <laughs> two years. This, this was four months ago. <laughs> it was a week ago, yeah, yeah. Doug. All right. So you're two years old. She's changing you on I the don't stairs. Really, I think I'm like two. All right. This is like a staircase. She, she, she's. I'm. T I'm. I'm able to walk on my own. Okay, but she's changing you on like the stairs. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And then I start climbing up the stairs, and she's like, "No, no, you know." And I, I kind of get away from her, and and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I say, "You know, I'm talking about the the kitty, right? I'm just babbling about this this kitty, mm -hmm. right?" Mm -hmm. And then uh, I end up in the lady's bedroom and my mom follows and the lady's like, what's going on? You know, following her. And I say, you know, the, the kitty, I play with the kitty. And she's like, uh, my cat's dead. Like, I have no. Right. The cat's gone. Thanks, asshole like, kid. Yeah, thanks for reminding me my cat's gone. And uh, and she said, uh, so my mom said, well, where did you see it? Where did you see a kitty? Like, you know, she's like, is there pictures and stuff? She's like, right. kind of. Like, uh, and I point to the nightstand. Mm -hmm. And inside the nightstand, there's a box. Mm -hmm. of the cat's ashes and i'd never been to this house before mm. did that do it for you that's pretty good all right that's, that's a good, true story that's a, that's a good story that's a true story and i've heard that from the woman not from my mom so so it very well couldn't have happened i mean I've heard it from, you. i'm saying i've heard it from both of them right. i don't i don't you know have, why you have no memory like, like imagine two people getting together like all right let's really fuck with this kid and when he's <laughs> When he's in his 30s, he's, he's going to get on a podcast and tell his story and sound like a real fucking idiot. Like, I'm not going to, you know, like, I don't think, I don't think there's a grand conspiracy here, Doug. No, 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 I'm just saying you, but this is secondhand. This is not your memory. This is someone else's memory that you're telling. Uh, okay. You want to, you want to say, no, it's spooky. It's spooky. That's a spooky story, but it's not your memory. As I, I just want to get to that clear, right? That's right. Okay. <laughs> Are you holding out? Are Doug. you holding out an experience? You keep on saying, oh, okay, look, Doug, that's not enough for you. Like Doug, I don't want you to hold out, man. We're committing it. We're committing this to tape. Are you that embarrassing? No, it's not embarrassing. Then why don't just, you just spill the beans, I, I just man? Don't wanna, I don't want to end up as like an internet meme, you know? Like it's like the guy <laughs> who <laughs> you've, you've already told stories about you getting changed and seeing a cat, <laughs> and you went up the bumpy road and you saw handprints on the windshield of your car. <laughs> like, what are you afraid of? Nothing, man. I just I don't want to end up a I don't end up as a Ghostbusters campaign. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Listen, all I'm saying is New Jersey is a hotbed of paranormal activity. <laughs> clearly. Clearly with the evidence you've given, the testimony you've given us tonight. I haven't told you, I've, I've talked to Jimmy Hoffa's ghost. If you got that story, I, I want to hear that I, shit. I, I made that shit up. Yeah, I know, but at least at least that's, you're starting out with a bang on that one. We used to, uh, we used to poke around this, um, this place that was like a, uh, like a little town, mm -hmm. but not, not, not a town necessarily like there was like six houses out mm -hmm. in the woods and they all connected with walking paths mm -hmm. and then that came to a, a fence it's like a mini resort or like what was no this? they're just homes like okay. two-story Ab abandoned homes or just abandoned okay. yeah, yeah yeah i'm getting there and there's uh there's a, a chain link fence around it mm -hmm. and a gate it mm -hmm. says no trespassing which you know to you a teenager know, says sure. come on in yeah. like you know playground and they're abandoned and you know all that stuff so teenagers like to go in and make graffiti and all that stuff mm -hmm. so we used to go in there and, and one time inside one of the houses i'm pretty sure somebody set it up as a joke but mm -hmm. part of me said maybe it's not a joke mm -hmm. there was the floor of the place and it was caved in down to it wasn't a basement it was more like a crawl space underneath sure okay where you know you could run pipes yeah and whatever but the weird thing was that the, there was a, it was a big hole in the floorboards uh-huh and you can see uh, red paint mm -hmm. where somebody had painted like a pentagram. Uh-huh. So it looks like like the pentagram was was like on painted. the floor. Yeah. And then it caved in. Uh-huh. Almost as if something. Right. Like had come through. But what was really weird was the floorboards didn't um, didn't bend downward as if. Um, as if you smashed it with a hammer. As if collapsed. Right. They were upward. 
as if mm. something had come up. Mm. And when you look down inside, um, you know, it was just, it was just darkness, obviously, because it was just a crawl space. Well, yeah, nothing it's at night or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That scared the shit out of us. Sure. I, I ran the hell out of there. Uh, but that was like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Cause I, I can't even to this day think about what would cause the boards to, to break upward mm-hmm. on like a, on like a normal skeptical. Right. And I, it wasn't like a pentagram. It was just kind of like a, you know, pointy shape. Right. Period. Sure. Now that could, like I said, it could have been teenagers fucking around, fucking around, farting around or somebody, you know, somebody summoned uh, a demon. Right. Yeah. That's spooky. That's not spooky. Yeah. It's just a weird thing. Like, who would do that? Somebody mess with teenagers like that. Yeah, anyone being, anyone uh, wanting to freak people out. Anyone want to keep people away. If you're, if you're a, a hobo mm-hmm. and you sleep in there at night, you'd be like, hey, you know what, keep people out. Hey, this wood's kind of uh, rotted. This, oh, this, the floor's kind of open. But, but would, would you have the foresight to think, like, let's bend the boards upward so people think something came out instead were, of... If they were bent, if they were bendable, it would be like, oh man, you know, let's, oh, you know, it'd be crazy if we take these boards. They're already, you met a like, lot of hobos, kind of You're the hobo king. You I did think a lot of, of research on hobos. <laughs> Just saying, you bend it up a little bit, you make the pain around. No, right. granted, granted, that would freak me out. Yeah, if that I saw scared that. the shit out of me. No, I'm saying I, I don't count that as like a as a supernatural, paranormal, supernatural yeah. experience. But still, that's a spooky experience. But the fact that like people do weird <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah. The that, fact that, that was the dangerous. That, the fact that people would even do that to keep you away. It's like, what are they hiding? Like that would freak me out. Even if I didn't believe any of it and I didn't believe, oh yeah, well clearly a person just did this for whatever reason, but it starts to freak me out of like, who would do that and why? And is it just a prank? Is it just, is it just a joke or, you know, which is innocent enough? Or is it like, no, I I really don't want people around here because I'm, I like to sleep under the floorboards and then you hide down here with a knife. And if anyone is foolish enough to come down here, I'm going to stick them. Oh God. Can you imagine if it went down there and got, got stuck? (laughs) <laughs> like Winnie with the a, Pooh? With a knife. <laughs> how, wait, how big was the hole? Was it big enough to get stuck in? No, no, it was big. Like tables? Like, uh, like the size of a table? Twice the size of the studio. So how many feet would you say? Wait, about? twice the size of this? Like the studio or the table? No, no, the, this like room. Like the room that we're in? Yeah. Oh my God. It, it was that, like, that's the size of the hole? Yeah, it was like a... Um, that's fucking huge. I know. That's like you could fit, you could drive a bus through it. Well, it was like the, the, the bottom floor of the house. The entire bottom floor. I mean, it was like a living room. Wow. Okay. No, that's that's even crazier. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like the size of like a dining room table. See, I already Whatever. convinced myself that this yeah. was somebody playing a prank on kids, and yeah. now you're. No, but that's spooky. Now you're now you're seeing now. This is why I didn't want to tell you. Yeah. Because now now. What about the now ceiling? I'm back there, in doubt. Was there anything on the ceiling? No, I don't remember. I know that. I know certainly that in those places there was mostly mold. Yeah. So it certainly wasn't like a hole through the ceiling. Oh shit! Can you imagine? That would be fucking okay. If you went in the hole, well, like, well, wow, well, the first thing you notice, the ceiling's gone. Yeah, there wasn't, um, it was just burn marks <laughs> like all just, over and yeah. strange markings. No, it was all black though, from you know, mold like, and yeah, mildew and yeah. shit. These, these houses were supposed to be part of something from the water company, had employees living there. They mm-hmm. were trying to create a community for certain like employees to live in, and then they abandoned the project. So they only built a few of the houses, and most of the land ended up being unused. I'll tell you the um the spookiest thing that ever happened to me where I suit like and th- this is no joke in the moment I literally and this is also why I remain skeptical this story has has a happy ending for me because it still says why I remain skeptical but in the moment I legit thought I was seeing some next level shit that I could not explain my brain almost exploded I told the story in nerdy show once before but I'm gonna give you like the truncated version because I know we're running long but so one night um I grew up in Titusville Florida and one night a buddy of mine was over at my place this is this is during high school had my driver's license I offered if he was gonna uh come over we were working late on some big project we had to do in science class like the next day so I was like hey man I'll just drive you home he's like, okay so he lived like across town and as we were as I was driving him over there was this one winding road that cut through a little bit of woods before you get to like the next like neighborhood or whatever. And it was all, I think it's like, it's mostly all developed now, but at the time it wasn't, it's just woods. And it's just a little simple, you know, single lane road going one way. So it's a two lane road, one going this way, one going the other way. And it makes this S shape. And in this S shape, there's no street lights. It's just woods. There's no other lights. And sometimes there'll be other cars coming in that direction. Sometimes not. But anyway, this was pretty late at night. So I'm driving him back. We're about to go into this S shape. We take the first turn, and as we come into the middle of the S-curve, I see straight ahead of us, in the woods, this blue glowing light. 
and it was like an orb. And I shit, I am not bullshitting you. This is not a joke. You're looking at me skeptically already. And I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling you 100. This is what this is what happened. I see this blue light. Okay. It's like and it looked like an orb, and it starts and it's moving through the trees. This is not on the road. This is through the trees because there's trees in front of me. Or whatever. It's like something out of ET. I'm facing forward in the driver's seat. My buddy's right next to me in the passenger seat. It's moving from our right to the left in the woods between trees. The thing that we made us notice it was blue, and it was moving very smoothly. This was not like bouncing up and down. This is not someone walking. Okay. And it's, it's moving at a steady pace, really smoothly. And we're just kind of like, huh? We didn't like we we were our conversation that we were having about incidental shit just stopped because we're like, what? We both had the same reaction. Like, what? Is, what is that? Like what? And I just keep driving. I don't slow down. I just because I'm just doing my thing. I got focused on the road mostly. But we're both clearly like stunned silence for a second. We're in the middle of the S curve. We're getting close to the other, the, the final turn of the S curve. And this light comes out of the, between the trees, starts to come down to the side of the road to come into the road. And it's around this time when I'm, you know, so now we're, we're coming towards each other, not head on, like we're going to hit, sure. but just like we're going to pass each other. And as it's coming up, it's getting closer and closer. I don't see a person. I don't see anything. I just see this light. It's even starting to see, you're starting to see like the reflective, reflective light hitting the ground in front of it and just the air around it. And there's, I don't see anything holding this thing up. And this light keeps coming, this big blue light. And as it's, it's, I'm driving, we're literally about to pass each other. And as I'm about to take the turn, the final S turn to the right, I'm going to turn right to get out of this S turn and back into civilization. This thing has come out of the trees. A, you know down this little you know bumpy uh, dirt area and then into the road itself it's now into the road in the opposite lane passing me very smooth never bumping and it's literally coming past my window and it's it's about to pass my window and i just said to my buddy my buddy's name was steve i went uh steve because he hasn't said shit we're, we're both like freaked out it pa literally passes my window the like like a foot from my window and I still don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm literally starting to think, is this like an alien probe that's come down to like, like close encounters of the third kind style to scan us or some shit? I don't know what, I, like my brain was flipping. I had no idea what was going on. I'm just trying not just to stay focused, not crash this car. But as it passed my window, still seeing nothing, it goes slightly behind my car. I look in my rear view mirror and that is when I can finally see for the first time the back and butt of a bicyclist because <laughs> he had the red blinking light on the tail right and then and as he passed through my brake lights i could see without uh, without question this was a guy on a bike he just was wearing dark clothes i assure you doug that my story did not involve a bicycle no i know i'm just saying i completely understand that in that moment anything was possible <laughs> like i i my brain was like open to the universe and thinking like oh my gosh i'm i am nothing i'm such a tiny human on this world the galaxy is a terrifying place i want no part of this oh my gosh and then oh wait it's just a guy on a bike it's just a guy on a bike it's just a guy on a bike and, then, a and bike. then i looked over at my buddy and we just had a good chuckle because we both have realized that in that moment we were both kind of like <laughs> and we both uh both almost kind of freaked out over nothing there yeah but we had a shared a share, an interesting shared experience but that is why Mm -hmm. I still remain skeptical to this day because if I had not checked my rearview mirror, I would be telling you how I had a close encounter with a UFO because I had no other explanation of it at the time. I mean, the truth is that we were out looking for for trouble. Yeah, I mean, okay, to be the the skeptic, sure, okay. So, like, you know, so everybody knows I'm not I'm not some yeah dumbass, well, you never claimed dumbass you, yokel. You don't you never claim to know what happened. That's true. You just you just claim to have an interesting experience. Well, because we used to go out knowing these stories told from, you know, family members or friends mm -hmm. or by word of mouth and legend. And you go out looking for these things and you're going to see them if you're looking for it. Yeah. Now, like you said, there is a reasonable explanation for most handprints on the windows. Mm -hmm. The bump thing could be psychological. Although, again, we did take video and it's pretty pretty marked <laughs> about you know oh yeah i'm sure you see lots of bumps in that video i'm sure but but the whole thing is you know when you're there it's kind of cool to be in the moment yeah and believe everything yeah and it's it's wild because you you feel like you're a part of something bigger yeah or or the possibilities mm -hmm. i think that we watch so many movies and play so many video games and watch so much tv 
and sometimes we put ourselves in those worlds, but we're never truly in it, right? No matter how immersive it is. Right. And when you go out and explore these things, not then, and again, actually, I should add a disclaimer here. Do not do any of that. Yeah, like, don't go, don't get hurt, don't, people. Don't yeah. trespass, don't climb on things, don't go in abandoned homes. You, you were, you, clearly, in, in our youth, we did that as thrill-seeking. Right. But your safety is the number one priority, please. Yeah, yeah we were stupid kids. You know, but, but when you go out and see things, and, but I mean, you could go camping and sure. be scared shitless in the middle of the dark. Just being in the woods at night is fucking scary. Oh, God, it, it really is. And I think... Even um, even driving on I-4 is scary. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm about to make a long drive home on I-4 now. I'm going to be out of my mind. But there's a whole but there's a whole thing about that. We kind of want that, right? Even though you're watching Halloween and you clearly don't want Michael Myers yeah. coming after you. But that, yeah, we experience the thrill. The, yeah, yeah. And, and so when you're, when you're there and then you realize, oh, shit, I'm not watching a movie. I'm not watching a TV show. I'm just here in the middle of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> this is all on me. This is all on reality. Mm-hmm. And you start to get that thrill. Yeah. And you and you wanna you wanna experience it firsthand. And with friends too, it makes it even better. That's why people like to do escape rooms. People like to go to theme parks. Sure. People like to if to go in a group you you're being social. This is it's one thing to be playing an online MMO, which mm-hmm. is great. I love it. You know, don't get me wrong. But it's a whole other ball game when you're just out in the woods with some friends and you hear a twig snap. So on that positive note, uh thank you so much for listening. Uh, what else is it? What, what else does Cap usually add at these at the end of these things? Uh, what should we remind, what should we remind people to do? Like and subscribe. This <laughs> <laughs> is a YouTube video. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ring that bell. You ever <laughs> heard the story of like the kids that like the like the toddlers who watch YouTube videos? What about them? And then like uh, when <laughs> their parents are tucking them in, and the kid will go like the, as a say good night. The kid will go make sure you like and subscribe oh, before they drift off because that's no, how like they learn to so say goodbye. Sad. Oh, I hope that's not true. I don't know if it's true. I hope that's never happened to any parent. I've read so many online things about that. Like, make sure you like and subscribe. (laughs) So they say goodnight. Make sure you ring that bell so you're notified (laughs) when I wake up. Uh, Follow Nerdy Show on Twitter if you don't. Yeah. Wait, well, you're on Twitter. What was yours at at John Sebastian? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pitch. But yes, it's John Sebastian, J O H N S E B A S T I A N. I'm. At Doug V. Banks That's on right. Twitter. Doug V. as in victory. Mm-hmm. Banks. Um, but yeah. And, and you got fo- shenanigans. Yeah. And also you can follow us on at Nerdy Show. Um, or you can follow Ghostbusters Resurrection at GB Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we're supposed to say? Like, what do we do at the end of this? Is I don't know. Copyright. See, that's the thing. This is uh, why Cap is so integral to the success of this show. Content is uh, forbidden. Oh, just copy. Stop. Don't just copy <laughs> without the express permission of the National Football League. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, all all content uh, we have made is ours. Yeah, like, people really want to steal your story <laughs> about parking under a bridge and seeing handprints on the glass. Like, this thing happened to me. I'm stealing this. That's a great story. I'm going to steal it. OC copy po- uh, creepypasta. Do not steal. Well, hey, if you want to hear more creepypasta, I know Cap sometimes has crazy dreams. We've got, I'm sure there's plenty more creepy stories we can tell from our childhoods. Yeah, I'm sure you, I'm sure you know. I'm, yeah, still, if, I'm if, still holding out on you. Yeah, and if you want, uh, John can come back on again, tell a creepy story, and I'll maybe, make fun of it. Maybe next week, uh, next episode, we'll have Cap tell their creepy stories. Sure. While you and I go Cap do has something some else. Good, Cap has some good stories. So, <laughs> Cap does have some good yeah, stories. Some ones, ones that I can't fully explain. At least, I, at least not as easy as, as, I, as I've dismissed yours. Listen, it's okay. All in good fun. We had a good time. Yeah, you had a good time. Yeah, I did have a good time. We should do this more often. But yeah, I don't you think should, any, you I should know, do this more often. None of the listeners want to hear us do this more often. No, this was great. Everybody loved this. Yeah. If well, you, if they did, maybe they'll want to see us do a Twitch stream where we watch scary movies and trade we, scary stories. We definitely have to get you to watch Halloween. We should. You know what? If we don't do one where we're watching scary movies, we should do one where we just sit in the dark mm-hmm. with a candle on and trade scary stories of what's happened to us. And then you'll tell a scary story and be like, that's bullshit. You want to hear this? And we just start one-upping each other and start making shit up. Well. Wow. That sounds like actually a pretty damn good idea. Yeah. I'm really surprised. But hey, if you're actually still listening to any of this and, and you think any of these <laughs> yeah, are good if, ideas. If this any, hasn't been edited out. Yeah. If this has been edited out, if <laughs> any of the things we pitched as far as podcast series, any mm-hmm. of the scary stories you want to hear more or see more, or even honestly, if you didn't even like any of it, just let us know so we know what you enjoy because we want to yeah. give you more content that you enjoy because hey, even though this is, maybe you didn't like this, but we had a ton of fun doing this. All right. Well, it's time for us to go. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know if you thought this was great or if this was a waste of time. Either way, it's going to make us feel better. Yeah. Either way, we're still going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. I'm Doug. This is Lavelle. Laters.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.